tattoos, I think now. Uh, it's it's really literally just laughing. Um, but but as the laughter leader, um, there's clapping and chanting. You know, you lead the games. Um, it's just allowing yourself permission. And when we laugh um, as a group, it's contagious in a good way. <laughs> uh, we feel good. We're oxygenated. We're secreting the love drugs, and we're totally present. Welcome to the Miracle Plant Podcast, the show that inspires, promotes, and gives you a daily dose of inspiration from the people who have used cannabis to change their lives in extraordinary ways. Here's your host, Justin Benton. Welcome back to the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant with so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. Well, today, we have a guest with a combination you will never hear again, I can promise you that, laughter and soil, an expert in both. And I tell you what, we need more laughter and better soil now more than ever. So Kathy Nesbitt is joining us. Uh, it's actually the 21, 21st anniversary uh, of her incredible worm farm. And welcome to the Miracle Plant Podcast, Kathy. How are you? Justin, thank you. <laughs> I love that in, uh, introduction. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit of it. Let's start with the 21st anniversary, and then we'll get into some laughter yoga, too. Right on. Yeah, it's the 21st anniversary of Kathy's Crawley Composter, selling worms by the pound. Woo! Can you imagine? So this is indoor composting with worms. Worms in the house. Who doesn't want it? <laughs> so I'm in Canada. For winter, it's it's a way that we can continue composting year-round. And for California or Texas, when it's where it's really hot, indoor where it's cool enough and the worms are, uh, they don't cook. <laughs> uh, so it's food scraps and paper, and the worms eat it all and convert it into nature's finest fertilizer so we can grow more delicious, nutritious fruits and vegetables. I love it. I love it. So do most people, they buy... The, the the compost and then you kind of send it to them or how do they get how do they get their hands on this this fine dirt well my uh my goal when i started my worm business <laughs> because i didn't have business savvy <laughs> was to put worms in every living space so i'm selling the workers i'm selling worms instead of the so the byproduct for me is the compost it's not my focus so i only i produce produce very little compost Gotcha. So people can buy the worms, and they use them to put the worms in their soil, not on their nope. fishing lines. Nope. The worms are in the house. The worms are in a container. They're like spoiled spoiled uh, worms that get all your food scraps and your paper, and then the worms turn it into nutrient-rich soil. So we can um, – yeah, so it's a way – so for me, it's a way for us to manage – uh, like I really believe worms are going to play an ever-increasing role in waste management, soil production, and therefore food security. And I started my business because the land so closed for the greater Toronto area, biggest city in Canada, and we started to export our garbage to the U.S., even though Canada's so big, right, second largest. Um, yikes. So I had a solution, indoor composting, and it's huge. And I thought that was why I started my business. And I quickly realized, oh, my gosh, it's for the soil, like for the fertilizer that the worms produce. Their poop <laughs> is is the black gold. So, um, yeah, they're just these one. And so now I'm like, what if we had worms in every living space, every house, 
every school, every business, worms everywhere. Now we don't have to truck around our, our organic matter. We all eat. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah, and especially <laughs> out here in California, we have to uh, break out our organic waste and put it with our, like, um, you know, leaves and and uh, uh, grass clippings. So, yeah, we, we're already separating it out, and we compost at our house, but, uh, I, yeah, I never, I never knew that this was a thing. So you learn something every day. I have to ask, have you seen the movie Dumb and Dumber? Uh, yes, I have. <laughs> the worm farms, right? In the living room. Oh my gosh. You brought it to reality. You made it, I know, a, you, right? you made it happen. I don't remember when that movie first aired, but it was probably right around the same time when you started your business. So I know, good for you. It was very close. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's like, That's oh, awesome. maybe I got it from the movie. No. <laughs> oh well, I would play off. I would figure out a way to play off of it because there, that is a that is a uh, piece of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just a um, it's such an iconic movie and it's just hysterical. And uh, anyways, I just thought I had to bring that up. And for those who don't know, uh, the Jim Carrey and uh, Bridges, uh, not Bridges, is it Lloyd Bridges? That's not Lloyd Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Yeah. That's not Jeff Bridges. Anyways, uh, you know Harry and. <laughs> The, the two of them, they are, uh, they have a worm farm business in their living room. And so anyways, man, it's just a hysterical movie. So, uh, and you've turned it into a, such a beautiful project to help uh, with all the issues we have with our soil. And, and before we shift gears into to the, the laughter yoga, um, you know, explain a little bit to people that don't understand what's happening to our topsoil here in just, let's say, our continent here in North America. North America, we've wrecked the soil. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I'm so grateful for the worms because it is a hopeful solution. Because You can't have a solution without a problem. We have a, a massive problem because we've done monocropping, corn, wheat, soy, uh, acres and acres of, this, um, of, of these crops, which are fine. But when we grow on how nature did not intend, we need to add a lot of chemicals. Um, and anything that ends with a side means death. Whew. So, um, yeah, so we're wiping out everything, and that's what we've done. So we're destroying all the biology in the soil um, for, you know, maybe one or two bugs. So adding the nutrients back in, adding the compost, it's it's like a building a building process. You add, it needs to be added and re-added and reapplied, and you keep on building and building. And then you have this beautiful diversity of soil. And we have healthy soil then our plants are healthy. And I, I talk about our immunity. If we have strong immunity in our bodies and somebody we're, we're next to somebody who's sick, we, we probably won't get sick or we get, you know, only a little bit sick <laughs> and we recover quicker. Same with the soil. There's always pathogens present, pathogens in the soil, but they can't do any harm if the soil is healthy and has a great microbiome. Absolutely, and I was just gonna. You read my mind. It was like, and and if with all this monocropping and pesticides and depleting the nutrients and basically the microbiome of the soil, well, then what is it that we're eating? If our plants don't have these nutrients, they don't have this microbiome, if you will. Then how is it supposed to feed our immune system and and make sure that we have all the bacteria and all the healthy bacteria that we need in our gut which is really the the home center base of our immune system so yeah we and and i I don't unfortunately or i I bet if you did a poll out there if you did like a you know a gallup poll 
the conversation that we're having right now, I, I can almost guarantee, what would you guess, maybe 5 maybe 10% of uh, the re- residents in North America know about this? Oh, that makes me sad. Let's go on to laughter. <laughs> we certainly can, but, but, but here's the good part. We're talking about it. And the more we talk no, I, about I, it, absolutely, absolutely. And who's got, who no, else is going to? No, I'm really, I'm really happy to share the message. You know, and I think, Justin, I have a psychology degree, and I believe the challenge is the worms. <laughs> the challenge with the super cool concept is the worms. People are afraid. They were traumatized as a child. Somebody chased them around. A sibling or somebody at school after a ra- something happened, and. Um, if you were traumatized as a child by something, you're not looking to that as an as a solution later on, right? Because you have that piece that is just like pushing it away. You don't know why. So although I've been quite successful in attracting media over my 21 years, 300 articles, TV, radio, I have a documentary. But if you're afraid of worms, you're not even listening to that podcast or reading that article. I mean, they're going to listen to this one. <laughs> Absolutely. What's the name of the documentary so people can check it out? <laughs> Squirm. <laughs> love it. It's called Squirm, the story of Kathy's Crawley Composters. Love it, love it, love it. Well, I know we have limited time, so let's get into the second chapter. And uh, laughter yoga, I, I've been exposed to it a little, very little. Yay. But um, but I want to hear more, and uh, I know the power of laughter is has been documented as such a healing mechanism, and and I don't know that I've ever heard it blended with yoga. We have beach yoga out here on the beach for free, um, and we give out raw hemp CBD for people to um, you know relax and find their zen. But explain to us laughter yoga. I don't think I've ever seen those two combined before. Let me give you a nice, let me worm my way into laughter. (laughs) So it was 2012. (laughs) One more person said, ew, worms in the house. (laughs) And they'd said it many times over the previous 10 years. I just didn't hear it. I heard it that day, and it hit my heart, and I really questioned everything. What am I doing? Why why do I care so much? Why don't others? (laughs) And then I was introduced to laughter yoga. So laughter yoga is not about fancy pants or poses. It's not doing yoga and laughing it's laughing it's just laughing for the health of it uh started in 1995 by a medical doctor in india uh, dr madan kateria and his goal is world peace and it's it's uh oh my gosh it's in 120 countries i think now uh it's it's really literally just laughing um but but as the laughter leader um there's clapping and chanting you know you lead the games um it's just allowing yourself permission and when we laugh um, as a group, it's contagious in a good way. <laughs> uh, we feel good. We're oxygenated. We're secreting the love drugs. And we're totally present. Well, I love it. And I think that's just fantastic. Can we do like maybe a little exercise for the audience? Absolutely. Yeah, so let's do, uh, since it's audio, let's do cell phone laughter and pretend like somebody's saying something really funny. So we're just going to be laughing like we're, like we're holding the phone, because <laughs> I literally am. <laughs> and we're just going to be laughing like someone's telling us a funny story. Okay, you ready? On three, I'm ready. We're start laughing. All right. One, two, three. <laughs> 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 
Let's say heal the world, because that is the mission. And the count of three, whether it's through laughter or good soil, let's heal the world. One, two, three. Heal the world! Heal the world! Yay! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Well, such a treat to have you on, and uh, we'll definitely have to have you come back again. And thank you for joining us, everyone else as well, on the Miracle Plant Podcast. Make sure you be a blessing, and happy healing! Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Cannabis Health Radio is a podcast about stories from people around the world who have used cannabis to deal with serious ailments, many of them life-threatening. My name is Ian Jessup. My co-host, Corey Yelland, is no stranger to the devastating emotional impact faced by so many people receiving a death sentence diagnosis from a doctor. Told she only had months to live with anal canal cancer, Corey researched and immediately began using cannabis oil to eliminate her cancer and has been cancer-free for more than a decade. She told herself that if it worked, she would spend the rest of her life helping others, which she does tirelessly every day. When you listen to our podcast, you'll hear many stories like Corey's, along with others who have used cannabis oil for many more ailments besides cancer, such as chronic pain, PTSD, MS, and many, many more. As one of our guests said, your podcast gave me the confidence to save my own life. We regularly get messages from listeners who have heard our podcast and use cannabis to solve a serious health issue of their own or that of a loved one. We hope you listen to these stories and be as inspired and moved as we are with each and every episode.